Welcome to the Mike O'Brien Show. I am Mike O'Brien. I reside in Boston, Massachusetts. And with me, as always, is Mr. Jeff Taylor in Celebration, Florida. Jeff Taylor, how's everything going in Celebration, Florida? It's going quite well. Thanks for asking, Mike. It's been a little bit, and uh, I'm going to get into that. Yeah, we haven't been doing it. Um, I wasn't really aching to do it. I was finishing up with, with my duck tours. I'm off now. I have nothing to do for the rest of the winter, so we could do these as many times as Jeff is capable of. But Jeff wasn't really pushing me to do it, and I was doing a bunch of other stuff. I was busy drinking and going out and being stupid little me. And so uh, we, we haven't had it for a couple of weeks, but uh, Thanksgiving, too, was, was uh, last Thursday. I'm not, I'm not apologizing to anybody. And, until I'm we... apologizing to the, to the three people in the Philippines that are right. Taiwan. What we, was it? We, was it the Philippines? We can, we, it's something. We can, we can apologize to them and I'll accept it. But until this is a revenue yeah. source, we don't have to apologize for anything. And uh, so... I can't remember the details that I went into with uh, my situation, but I'm going to, I'm going to recap just in case my wife had neck surgery. We did talk yes. about that. My okay. wife's aunt passed away, which I found out through a text message when I got back from the world series. And uh, so two things have been going on with me. You, you mind if I go on with this? I got, I got some. Call, aunt, aunt, was she aunt or aunt? Her, her aunt. Her aunt. So she's small. Yes, it's my, tiny. It's my, tiny. It's my aunt. Got it? Because she's an aunt, Jeff. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I think <clears throat> I think only people that are cunts say aunt, so oh, it's aunt. Oh, we'll get into the British later. But uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, first things first, my wife has neck surgery and I get home and that's fantastic because she was unable to drive. So I had to take on all of her driving duties. And my mom's kind of my, my mom, my wife's kind of a, a soccer mom-esque type mom because she owns a dance studio. She kind of takes my daughter to school in the morning and picks her up in the afternoon and, you know, takes her to her dance classes and picks her up from her dance classes and does all of that stuff. Which, so you're a soccer dad. Which sort of, yeah, it you kind of lose sight of all of the things that she does when you're not doing them. Well, for a mm -hmm. week, I had to do them. And I'll wow. tell you what, I have a greater respect for my wife after having you to... Did you almost get in a fight with another parent at school pickup? I heard those can be quite stressful. No, school pickup's easy for us because we send her to the church afterward for a couple hours to do homework, and then we pick her up. So I just pick her up oh. from our church. So that's easy enough. Uh, no, I did, however, uh, my blood pressure went up quite a bit in the drop-off portion of the school thing because... I don't mind waiting in line to drop my child off. I'm perfectly gay. I'm from a generation where we waited in line. You know, you went to the theme park, you waited an hour and a half to go on the 20 second ride. And that was just how things were done. You went to the restaurant, you waited for your food, you waited. Nowadays, kids want everything immediately. They don't want to wait for stuff. I'm not that way. So I don't mind waiting in line. What I do mind is that because of this newfound need for everything to happen immediately, people's, I don't know if it's a cultural thing because I live in a neighborhood that's filled with people of different cultures and, or if it's a mindset thing because of the fact that now everybody wants everything on demand immediately, but people drive like total assholes. You don't, especially in Florida. Well, maybe. Listen, I'm not going to let you rag on Florida. Florida is turning out to be one of the best states in the world. It's got some of the smartest people in the world. This but I'm just saying because everyone goes with stupid. Go ahead. Everyone goes with different drive. No one's from Florida. Oh, so I totally agree down there. That. 
so everyone has different driving styles. Yeah. So well, people who are just just driving their own sixty five mile an hour away in Iowa, then there's the the New York and Boston guy who are slamming on the horn, weaving in and out of traffic, screaming at everyone. Name to me the place where stopping at a four-way stop sign and three cars in a row that are going together go all at the same time where what state did that come from what culture the, is the that state from? of anarchy is where that is that's, it was pure anarchy crazy. it's nuts wow i and and i'm and i'm sitting there and eventually like a fourth car was going to go but i was like i'm not going to stand for this so i pull, yeah. i pull out there's almost an accident i'm yelling f bombs my daughter's in the back seat sort of snickering at me because unfortunately she caught my sense of humor so she thinks it's funny that I'm upset. So I'm yelling. Yeah, luckily, luckily for me, so I drive a Jeep Wrangler with no top on it, is what I drive for my vehicle. Of course, you're from Florida. But when I'm soccer mom in it, I took my wife's car, which is is fully enca- encapsulated. So while I'm screaming F-bombs and pointing fingers and doing all of my craziness, the only person that's hearing me is the five-year-old, where if we... <laughs> I've had situations, and I may have spoken about this in the past, but I was going to get my hair cut. I get my hair cut in my neighborhood at this little downtown barbershop, and uh, I'm pulling over there one day, and you have to parallel park, which I'm perfectly capable of doing. But when you parallel park... Adult. Yeah, when you parallel park, you pull next to the car that you're going to be behind, and then you back in and you turn and and you can do a perfect parallel park. I'm very good at it. Pat myself on the back. I can parallel park. What I can't do is parallel park when there's an asshole 18 year old girl that pulls directly behind me and lays on the horn for me to move out of her way where I'm not in your way. You're in my way. My way. So I turn around and start screaming profanities at this girl and then realize I'm downtown in the middle of my neighborhood Everybody can hear everything I'm saying. I'm being a little crazy. I'm looking around. People are definitely, everybody is now looking at me. I have to be very careful. And you're in Florida, so everyone has a gun. Yeah, I have to be very careful. Look, <laughs> I, me too, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually more likely than most of the other people in my neighborhood because it's pretty... Uh, not necessarily gun-friendly area of Florida, but uh, anyway, so I'm yelling at these people in my wife's car, and I, and it's okay because I'm not making a scene that can be seen other than the fact that I jutted out in front of a car that was going, but I was in the right there. It was my turn to go. I know a four-way stop. So I can parallel park, and I also know how a four-way stop works. The four-way stop thing is... is is lunacy to me is I know it drives me nuts, especially with, with the duck tours and stuff of just traffic and things people do, especially in Boston, you get these, these kids on field trips and stuff. Yes. Or just at the end of school. And whenever there's just a group of people, kids walking, then there'll just be some adult who will just walk in the middle of an intersection, no matter what the green light says and be like, everyone has to stop. There are children crossing the street. It's like, well, how about you just stand on the corner, wait for the walk sign, and then cross the street and teach the kids how to properly cross the street, not just be like, oh, I'm five. Just because I'm five, then everyone has to stop for me. Like, you that drives me, of something. me off the wall. You remind me. Of, you think that drives you off the wall? Let me talk about something that happened to me yesterday. I completely forgot about this, but you've reminded me of it in the 
other side of my neighborhood is where the high school is, and there's a Seven Eleven and a McDonald's that are like that where all up the kids the street. smoke. They they all go hang out. Like my my Seven Eleven has a sign on it that says no backpacks. But I yeah. whenever I go there on my Jeep, if I have my laptop bag with me, I carry my laptop bag with me. I'm like, I dare you to tell me I can't bring my backpack. <laughs> You're like, I'm here buying cigarettes for 14 year olds. Yeah. You will not like, tell me what to do with I'm my. I'm clearly backpack. not one of your high school sh- hooligans <laughs> coming in here. But anyway. They have this newfangled. The they have this newfangled thing, where there's a pedestrian crossing lane, and it flashes, and I like I'm sitting in stop traffic at like two o'clock in the afternoon, thinking to myself, "What in God's name is going on here?" What I realize is that there is a backed up for like quarter of a mile traffic of cars stopped while the entire fucking high school in unison is walking across the street. And I'm not talking oh. about like single file where they're one by one by one by one. There's little packs of them that cross. Yeah. And by the time they're halfway across, the next little pack is getting there. This this is insanity to me. There, yeah. there should this whole pedestrians have the right of way thing to me is absolute insanity. There are people that are driving cars into crowds of people now. This could be the cause. The reason why it's happening is because people have grown insane over the fact that they've given the pedestrian the right of way. I should not have to driving around in a two ton vehicle should not have to look out for the safety of some asshole that's going to cross the street. The person that's going to hit be hit by the huge vehicle should be in control of making sure they're not in the street when the vehicle's coming when if there's someone at the crosswalk and they're crossing and they're within 10 feet of the car i will stop but if they're just standing on the, the sidewalk i make eye contact with them i give them two seconds and if they don't move then i'm continuing on my way yeah but it's the law now like i'm legally bound to let these morons cross the street and by the way i want to look into this law a little bit because in my neighborhood they have like downtown has a split kind of like a it, it, the the main drag has this part where it's two one ways but it circles around and then becomes a two way again at the end and so it's a pretty wide berth of of road where there's places where you would cross well there's a crosswalk on one side and not on the other side and people constantly cross on the other side and i'm not expecting them because that's not a place where you should be crossing so i've almost hit people over there i'm wondering if i hit them if i if they're not in a crosswalk if i'm still legally bound to be at fault there well jeff there's only one way to answer this question i know I'm, and i'm thinking just, about doing just it. do it <laughs> just do it, it. <laughs> strike this from the record it. because when i hit somebody they're gonna go i back can't and say, wait until i purpose. go home and turn on the news and find out in celebration florida some guy hit someone i'll be like ah jeff we'll finally know the answer it was was him and they went to the crosswalk and he's fighting it all the way up to the supreme court anyway the other thing i've been doing is uh, my my wife's aunt passed away and uh she lives uh, she lived in a big house in georgetown and it's uh she's lived there for a lot of years it's not georgetown texas no georgetown in washington dc Oh, Georgetown, Washington, D.C. Yeah. Okay. My wife's from D.C. Her whole family's still right, in D.C. Right, right. I knew that. I was the, uh, that. So my sister and I, my sister-in-law and I drove up there to uh, take care of. It was it's crazy. Dude, I can fly into JFK for $59 out of Orlando all the time. 
There's never That's a problem. That's pretty crazy. I know. It's there's there's like and six, back too, or just yeah, one yeah, more? yeah. There's six flights a day that go back and forth, back and forth. They're rarely full. It's an easy ticket. I think the most I've ever paid for round trips like two hundred and fifty bucks. That's well, the thing that sucks about Boston. Ticket prices for airlines everywhere. <laughs> Friggin' expensive. Since all of the pilots decided not to take the vaccines, I guess that's gone now. So now we're going online to find tickets, and it was going to be like fifteen hundred bucks for my sister-in-law and me to fly up to Washington D.C. So I said, you know what? We'll just drive, and we drove her a little Toyota, which got awesome gas mileage. It was a real eye-opener for me because I drive these vehicles like I get seven miles a gallon in my Jeep. My wife's car probably gets twenty because it's an SUV. But what is this- that about 16 sixteen-hour drive? Uh, 15. Yeah. About 15. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, we got into like North Georgia and it was time to stop for gas. It was on E. I pull off, I get, uh, something to eat. I pulled off at a specific, uh, uh, exit because there's a Jersey Mike's there. Figured I'd go fill up the car, go get myself a cheese steak and get back on the road. So, uh, I get out, I, I, uh, put the gas thing in, I pull it in, I put the little knobby in there to keep it going by on its own. I go inside, I get myself a soda, I get myself some of my nicotine pouches and I come out and it had stopped at like, uh, $19. And I'm like, oh, damn it, it stopped when it shouldn't have. So I pull the thing again and I push it down and it stops again. Her car's full for $19. Not because. That's amazing. Not 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 because of the fact that gas is cheap. It's because of the fact that her car is like a fucking riding lawnmower. It's got like a nine gallon tank, but it got me all the way to North Georgia. So I'm completely happy with the situation. Everything's changed. I need to get that car. Is really it's what a little I need. Toyota Celica, dude. I mean, it's a pretty regular crazy. car. Yeah. Anyway, so that happens. But we get up to DC, and uh, the weather was unfortunately not that great. Uh, it was warm and beautiful outside. I was hoping for like. 28 degrees and snow didn't get it don't get that down here whenever i go yeah. up north during the winter that's what i'm looking for but uh we got into her house we i i i cleaned up a lot of stuff you know i was uh her her aunt have we discussed this on the show before her aunt i don't believe so her aunt was uh an assistant to the kennedys oh wow when i say the kennedys i'm not talking about a specific kennedy i'm talking about the kennedys so she originally the story goes and i mess this up sometimes but i'll get it close enough for for our listeners she in high school made a bust of john f kennedy and it it shattered in the kiln but she took it out and uh, put it all back together piece by little piece by little piece by little piece. So it looked like a bust of, and the bust is very good. It's it's in the house I, I was just in. I, it's still there. The bust of John F. Kennedy still looked pretty good, but it looked even cooler because you could see the imperfections of the fact that it had been all glued back together. Well, anyway, they live up in D.C. <laughs> I just thought of a John F. Kennedy. It was the first time his head got shattered. Unfortunately, she was able to put it back together. There you go. Took care of it for you. But anyway, I'm a horrible person. So, uh, I mean, the jokes are there. You got to take them. There is, there is no thing. It's funny before feelings. If you're, if my jokes make your feelings get hurt, then either accept the fact that nine out of 10 people laughed, you being the one that didn't. And mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. just how humor works. I'm sorry. If you have to be the butt of the joke, you got to be the butt of the joke. I'm the butt of the jokes. 
sometimes you're often the butt of the joke, but you understand mm-hmm. it's for humor. Like it's yeah. Funny. Sometimes it just goes back into the left. Yeah, don't you know? get don't get butt hurt. But anyway, so uh, they they wrote a story about her in all of the newspapers up in D.C. and Jackie Kennedy got wind of it. So Jackie Kennedy hired her to be an assistant. And uh, after assisting Jackie for a little while, John uh, hired her to assist him. And then after John was assassinated, Bobby uh, hired her to assist him. And then after Bobby was assassinated, Ted hired her to assist him. But also when the mother, uh, the matriarch of the Kennedy family died, there was all of these assets left over and all of these kids and like there's fucking Shrivers, there's Kennedys, there's Fitzpatrick's, there's all of these people. And they all lay claim to little pieces of this Kennedy fortune. And so, uh, Teddy booze smuggling. Yeah. So Teddy and the end of his mother's life had a conversation with her and she was very worried that there were going to be like, there was going to be turmoil in the family if, if, uh, they didn't find, if, if they didn't figure out who to handle her will. And Teddy said that Melody knew everybody in the family knew what everybody wanted and was everybody liked her. So she handled, she was the, uh, executor of Rose Kennedy's will. So this is a woman who has a lot of history history she's by proxy there's a lot of Kennedy yeah. history so when you're going through her stuff and you're trying to clean up and get rid of what you need to and not get rid of what you need to like we found handwritten letters from Jackie Kennedy we found like doodles that John F Kennedy had done while he was in the Oval Office we found all was the it dicks did he <laughs> no. doodle dicks no he hit sailboats he was really sailboats. into sailboats yeah schooners schooner is a uh, sailboat it's a schooner <laughs> Uh, my wife, my wife just text messaged me, not the executor. She was heavily involved. Basically, oh. she was in charge of making sure nobody got hurt with what they got and what they didn't get when it came to the Kennedy fortune. Interesting. I'm sure there that is fascinating involved. stuff. Yeah. So uh, she passed away. Unfortunately, it was very unexpected. And uh, we went up there. It was really cool because uh, as as dire a situation as going to go clean someone who's passed away's house, who I had a lot of love and affection for, um, I got to spend time with my niece and nephew, who I rarely see because they live up there. And they're, uh, I think, seven and five or eight and six. But anyway, I got to spend some time with them. I'm terrible. I don't know their ages. They might be 14 and 13. There's something. <laughs> They're like, we're 23. I got to are you the Are you the family member that every time you see them, you're just like, oh, geez, how old are you now? And they're like 23. And you're like, is Santa Claus going to come? And they're like, shut up. No, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> my the, the best story is that my nephew, uh, AJ, or actually it was my nephew, Austin, showed up at my mom's house with his new girlfriend. And uh, I was sitting on the couch and I said, hey, come sit over here, sweetie. And everybody was like, no, because they know that I'm going to be a creepy bastard. I'm the creepy uncle that pushes my humor a little bit too far. I'm not a pervert or anything. I'm just like, I think it's funny to make people uncomfortable, especially my nephew's uh, girlfriends. My nephew AJ's girlfriend, the first time I met her, I said, hey, come come talk to me. And she's like, nah, I already heard about you. And uh, she's still in the picture. She, she's well, that's stuck. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to know. It's it's good to have a a role in the family. Jeff. My my niece, my nieces and my nephews. So when they were very small children, my mother used to just get on me all the time. They're she's Jeff. They don't understand your sense of humor. Jeff, they don't get that. Jeff, they're gonna hate you. Jeff, do this. Jeff, do that. And. 
I was like, Mom, I'm me. I got I feel be like me. we're starting to turn into your therapist. Jim. I gotta be me. <laughs> I need therapy. But uh, so anyway, time told on that one. I'm all of their favorite. That's good. It's yeah. good to be it's good to be loved. It's good to be wanted. I'm, I'm the maturity favorite. of a twenty year old. Yeah, absolutely. That's why they that's, like me. To me, the biggest thing about being an adult now that I'm still coming to grips with is but you still have to remember being the age of the people that you're with. And I think that's the biggest thing because you were 10 once. So you got to remember what it was like to be a 10 year old where everyone acted like you didn't know anything, but you actually knew kind of like not everything, but you knew the swear words, you knew, you knew boobs, you knew all that Fisting. stuff where you had. To, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some people had more things, knowledge than others, Jeff, but uh, yeah, no, I mean the 10 year olds, they're not dumb and don't treat them like, uh, you know, deaf puppies. I always say is, uh, is especially with kids. Yeah. But I had, uh, I've had an amazing couple weeks here. Of course, my just addiction to going to sporting events um, is just continuous. Um, so I went to survivor series at uh, the Boston garden, WWE survivor series. Um, I live, I, as I said, I live literally a 10 minute walk from the Boston Garden. So whenever I see an event at the Boston Garden, I literally have to talk myself out of not going to it because I'm just like, I'm right here. Made, I think you've mistaken Grammarly. You have to you have to talk yourself out of go, not going to it. not going to it. Something like I, yeah, I basically have to talk myself out of not going. But I always want to go to it. I always want to go to it. And especially because you can wait until the last possible second where the tickets go down. So for Survivor Series, the tickets were like 60 bucks. I was into sitting nosebleeds. I'm like, I don't want to sit. Going to wrestling, sitting nosebleeds stink. So then I go on Twitter and I just put in. I think in my opinion, going to wrestling stinks. I've never gone. No, you stink, Jeff. I've never gone, but I just feel like this is something for teenage boys. I know I'm in the minority-ish on this one, but prove me wrong. Getting drunk and yelling at wrestlers and trying to touch them is the most fun thing. This is the weirder the part of, the of your explanation. You're never so, going to get me with somebody else is going to have to talk me into this because you're always talking about touching them, which I find extremely weird. They're they're scantily clad. They're sweaty. Yes. They're typically very manly. And you want to and touch they them. need high fives and slaps on the back, Jeff. They need positive reinforcement. Why don't you say or high five them then? You always negative say reinforcement. You, why don't you say high five because you always say touch them you never say because high five or tap on the back you say touch. i want to i want to touch them jeff i want to touch them moving on carry on i want to touch the wrestlers and so i go on the twitter and i put in survivor series tickets just because see if someone because especially wrestling is the ultimate someone wants to wants to go and then they're like i'm not going to that shit you know so there's always people with one extra ticket I go to everything by myself now because I don't give a shit anymore. I just want to go. And so I put it in the Twitter thing. And the first thing up is this guy, Michael Bryan, with a podcast, says, I have one ticket to Survivor Series. And says, where is it? And he says a section and he says it's 100 bucks. And so I'm like, oh, those are actually pretty good tickets, I think, looking at the map. And so then we go. I meet up Mike O'Brien and I'm like, hey, I'm drinking at Sullivan's Tap as I as I do before events at, at the Boston Garden. 
And he's like, no, why, I'll just email you the ticket. We're outside. I was like, oh, then I'll just go meet you right now. And so I go meet him at the Bobby Orr statue. We go in. He's wearing a mask, which I was like, oh, no, are you sick? Why are you wearing a mask? I think he just wore a mask because he's still a mask guy. I don't know. So right there, that was bizarro Mike O'Brien right there where I was just like, just live your life, my man. But who knows? What's this what's podcast his about? Uh, I, I didn't uh, music. He used to do a Celtics podcast, he said. So he likes the Celtics, and he has a podcast, and he likes to go to wrestling. We and should have him on. O'Brien. Do you have his info? I know. We should. I'll, I'll contact him. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. have him on. And so, so anyways, well, I don't know, because maybe he'll ditch me like he did at Survivor Series. So the first match is the women's uh, War Games match, which there's two rings side by side with a steel cage, and I don't even know how to describe it. And they all go and they play slap and tickle with each other, and it's awesome. But I had to pee, and I needed to get more $14 Bud Lights. You left. You didn't want to touch the women wrestlers. You took I off didn't want to touch beer. the women wrrestlers. Well, why'd you I was leave? Too far then? away. Why'd you leave? Oh, I had to go to the bathroom. All so right. I go to the bathroom in the middle of the match and get some beers, some more fourteen dollar Bud Lights, and go back to my seat, and they're gone. And I was sitting next to this step. But also, those seats kind of, when we got there, like when you look at the site map, it's fine. But with wrestling, it's tough because it's where do they actually put the stage, you know? So where would they put the stage? We're side by side with stage. So when the music hit, you couldn't see who came out, you know? And so those are kind of crappy seats. So um, You don't know all their musics? I don't know all their music. I don't watch it like I used to. So I don't know who's coming out half the time. And so then... I come back and it was then it's just me, this dad and this seven year old who's the seven year old was really into it. And it was funny. And it just and um, just talking to the kid who was like all gung ho to be there. He's like covered head to toe in John Cena and Roman Reigns stuff. And I'm just like, wow, this is how they make billions and billions of dollars is just selling arm sleeves to 10 year olds, seven year olds. But so anyways, the guy goes, your boys left. And I go, well, yeah, they're probably coming back. And then I get a text from Mike O'Brien, bizarro. Mike O'Brien says, Hey, my friend has a box and he has three seats. So we went there and I was like, Oh, come on, man. So now I'm sitting in these crappy seats. I paid a hundred bucks for, but I look down at the ringside seats and there's like a whole section just like empty. So I'm like, F it. I'm just going to walk down there. And what's the worst you're going to do is say, where's your ticket? And I'll be like, my phone died. And then, you know, hopefully they'll just let me down. Oh, gee, I never thought about that. That's wicked smart, dude. That is wicked. Yeah. No, that's the that's the move. Now they want you to have your ticket on your phone. My phone died. What do you want me to do? If they could be jerks, they'll be like, well, we have a phone charging unit. You have to go back, charge your phone, come back. Like, I'm sure there's. Yeah. But at that point, you disappear in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. So I just walk right in down to the things and i'm like three rows back but hold in on. the corner like i hold said on, hold on hold on i gotta do this you just disappear in the crowd like sirhan sirhan all right co- moving on <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> callback that was a callback Thanks, that was buddy. a great callback that was a great callback um so then i'm sitting in the seat there's like literally 10 empty seats and the, the ringside chairs are folding chairs with the Survivor Series logo. Oop, I almost just threw my computer all over the place with the Survivor Series logo and everything on it. And um, and I'm just sitting there. But there's two rings and all the actions on the other side. So I'm basically that's why they were empty. You couldn't see anything from where I was, but you could still see them when they came and they jumped in the crowd right in front of me. And that was really cool. But um, there was this guy taking pictures and he's 
let me uh, take a screenshot of his ticket so I could go back and forth and get my beers and go to the bathroom. All that. So I had ringside seats. And the cool thing about ringside seats for wrestling pay-per-views, you can take the seat back home with you. So I walked away. I was like, oh, you can sell these for like 150 bucks online. And then I was looking and you couldn't really sell them. Um, but I had two. And I was walking out of the arena with two and this little kid and I was hammered. And this little kid was like, you get to bring the chairs home. And I was like, yeah, it was really awesome because I wish I got to bring a chair home. And I had two. And I said, well, buddy, now you do. And I handed him the chair and I am a hero. Jeff. I, bro, I really didn't like you at the beginning of this show. And now I adore you. I'm so glad we've discussed this before. Do you give them the ball? Do you not give them the ball? I'm glad you, you chose give them the chair. The ball. Yeah. I gave yeah, them yeah. the chair, but if I had one chair, I was not giving them the chair. See, that's, that's makes, my chair. That, yeah. I would have given them both, but moving on. No, I gave him one chair. He had one chair and I think it was a girl. I was really drunk. I don't remember. I don't want to gender the child. Um, so, so yeah. And so I just walked back with the chair and went back to the bar and we started hitting each other with me and uh, not Michael Bryan, but just this other guy who was at the bar. And then the bartender was like, stop hitting uh, each other with the steel chair and, and can you leave? And I was like, yeah, no, absolutely, Jeff. No, nah, I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm 100%. I'm 41 years old hitting a guy with a folding chair. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to go home. I think I think I should go home right now. He's yeah. like, bro, I can smell what you're cooking. It's time yeah. for you to go. And, and it's about $10, $14 Bud Lights. And I think it's time for you to go. Yeah. No, absolutely. Sounds like a great um, time, buddy. Oh, it was so much fun. And then the big news in Boston right now, the Royals, the Prince and Princess of Wales or Duxbury. Yeah, they were at know. the Celtics game the other night. Last night. So they come, they come and... They're Wales. They go to the Wales, yeah. The, they, they, the, they, the nerdy one with the bitchy girlfriend, that's Sussex. I don't know. Yeah, I don't neither know. do I. I but my really lady care. friend we loves their all that. ass a couple hundred we years ago. And, we don't have yeah, to give a shit about their lineage. They're trying to be cool lineage. with us, and we're like, they're just a bunch no. of Germans anyway. Yeah, I think they I don't are. know. They are. They are. Yeah, yeah. they change. They change their name bitches. to Windsor. Sons of bitches. So, anyways, so beloved, they're queen. coming. Loved the queen. I didn't. She never spoke. I never heard her say a word. Oh, you kidding me? Never heard her uh, say a word. She had ever. such a nice. She was. Uh, it's me, Queen Elizabeth. Queen, oh, right. I didn't know you were doing an impression come, of until you told I've come to tell you the world should be a better place. I don't know why I'm going so uh, Liverpool, but I've gone Liverpool with the Queen. She definitely wasn't <laughs> what? Me. I do anything I for feel like you. You're, yes, I anything think you're start for singing you. Beatles songs. Anything, anything for you. Go ahead. Thank the Royals are in Boston. There. The Royals are in Boston. So not the, the whole Kansas city, city shut Royals. down. The Joe actual. Biden's going to come. The actual Royals, the, the, the prince, prince and princess, Kate and Will. They're here. So they're here. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's going to be here on Friday. So oh basically everyone's like, don't leave your house on Friday them. in Boston because you're what's that? You, you froze up. There. Oh, I'm sorry. I said he's probably going to shit himself when he meets them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, I mean, he thinks he shits himself when he meets everybody. <laughs> so but so anyways. So they're they're doing so basically everyone's saying don't leave your house on Friday because they're doing something something about global warming I don't know energy I don't know so they're so my lady friend says go to City Hall and around three o'clock to get a good spot so we can and it's pouring out oh so your like, chick's not, a Royals chick yeah oh, she that's loves cool. all that yeah crap. yeah the best women do 
she loves all of that. And so I was like, if I'm standing out here, you're buying me a ticket to the Celtics game tonight. Because she said she was going out with friends afterwards. I was like, well, if you buy me a ticket to the Celtics game, I will. So you were at the game with the Royals? Well, we'll get there, Jeff. All right. We'll get there. Okay. And so you sat next to Prince Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right next in center court floor seats. I can never remember that one's name is William. William. He's William. Yeah. So I go to City Hall and I sit there for like an hour and a half and there are these people who are standing up against something and but I stood underneath the there's like an overhang so I wasn't getting drenched and there's this one lady with a clear umbrella Wait 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 a minute wait a minute you weren't getting drenched like Mary Capney <laughs> I think I'm out now. I don't think I've got any more yeah. to do. <laughs> you got it. There's actually surprisingly a lot more. We got a plane joke. We got. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Junior. We got. Uh, what else we got? We got. Uh, I mean, you didn't do. Oh, we did a JFK one. Okay. I just read. Uh, I just sure read. A, I just read a book. I just read the book that the scores. The guy that owns scores in New York wrote, and uh, he talked about his meeting with JFK Junior. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It was a pretty cool book. I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to. Hopefully they make a movie about it and I'll watch it because <laughs> um, I'm not reading it. So anyways, so I'm at the, the city hall. I'm underneath the overhang. There's a lady with an umbrella. And then this Karen just started flipping out on this literally woman who's just like reeks of Instagram model. And the woman refuses to take her umbrella down. And she's like, people have been sitting here for hours and you have your umbrella up and da, da, no one else has their umbrella up. And oh, man. First of all, I'm not a fan of using the term Karen because I think that it is used in the same connotation that the N word is used. And I know it's not the same, but it's bad enough to me. I don't like using it. Second of all, the woman who you have besmirched sounds like she's in the right to me. No, I, I just totally disagree. Do, she, she was, was the also, one with the she, she was, was the one with the umbrella or not the she one with the was, umbrella? She was she was the one with the umbrella. Oh, the Karen and, had the umbrella. Karen did not have the umbrella. That's, Karen that's was what I'm saying. Okay, down. good. Well, yeah, then yeah. you've besmirched the wrong person. The, the woman no, yelling well, at the woman with the umbrella. You don't wrong. know what I'm talking about, Jeff, Keep because going. we're Keep underneath going. an overhang. So there's no water. Yeah. So why does she have the umbrella? Up? So she's just having an umbrella up to have an umbrella. Up, yes. Which I'm totally against. I am yeah. too. We're arguing about the yeah. same oh, thing. Okay. I thought you were saying that the Karen was in the wrong. No. No, 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 okay. no, no. The, yeah, yeah, the woman no. I, who I only refer to her as as Karen because I, that may have been her name. I don't like it the negative have. connotations with the word Karen. I'm not joking. Woke here. Jeff. I don't. Woke no, 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 Jeff no, 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 no. The woke people are the ones that are using it. We've allowed the bullied to become the bullies. I don't like it. Let's stop it. Tell your story. Well, I'll call her Sally. <laughs> That's my mom's name. I don't appreciate that anymore. <laughs> I'll call her. Although, actually, this woman's in the right. Call her Sally. So Sally I'll says. Call her Sally. Yep. So Sally says, Sally says, put the, and then the woman will put it down, and then Sally goes back, and she's just like, oh, the pure arrogance of this woman. And she had such, like, a great, like, disgusted, like, oh, I just wish I was there when she was making her tweet about it. You know, like, I wish I saw the tweet about it because she was just all huffy and puffy about it. Like, just this picture a woman me on a little bit. Yeah, who stood an hour. Let's not call her it, Sally anymore. We got to call her something else. <laughs> Jane. <laughs> so Jane was just all upset and all hot and bothered about the umbrella and how could she not put the umbrella down? And it was hilarious. And so... Then finally, I'm like, there's all these people and everyone's all just like, this is my spot. This is my spot. And Macy's not there yet. My lady friend's not there yet. And and I was like, you're not. I'm texting her. I'm like, you're not going to be able to get to where I am. There's no way you're going to be able to get to where I am. And sure enough, she makes it. Was there a, a heavy fog? 
and you were telling her it's not safe no. for her to come to where you are. So definitely don't uh, try to get to you because it's too foggy. Was this a plain JFK Jr. <laughs> yes, joke? Yes, I got it in there. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll accept it. All right. Thanks, buddy. So then <laughs> the title of today's episode will be uh, Kennedy Death Jokes, apparently. <laughs> no, I, so, I'm much more clever than that. So anyways, so she gets there and then they just like, so the thing starts and and there's this MC guy. And he's talking. I understand he's there to kill time. And he's just talking and talking and talking. I can't even hear because we're behind the stage. So the things we can't even hear what he's saying. But he's just just way too many words. Just way too many words. And then he he introduces this next woman who's a speaker, who's a reverend, something. And he starts giving her like you know when people for stand up comedy. They'll be like, all right, yeah, this credits. next guy has a Netflix special and has been on to the night show, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Taylor and yes. then Jeff Taylor. So instead of them, him just being like, oh, she's a reverend at whatever church and has a, you know, a doctorate from B.C. Here's, In you know, what? Debbie. I don't know. I couldn't hear what he was saying. But here's, you know, Debbie Stevens, whatever her name was. He literally goes on for four minutes about and everyone's just like, you know, when it's just like, dude, you need to know, like if I were to open up for Bill Burr and I'm up there, I know no one wants to hear what I'm saying. Everyone's just like, shut up and do your 10 minutes and get off the stage like this guy had her introduction was three to four minutes in the pouring rain. A Kevin like, Smith-esque introduction. Oh my, was that what he does? Oh God, I, he's the best at it. Like he can lavish just praise like every upon movie people. that the person's on. He, uh, uh, no, just about them personally. I mean, he's a master at the craft of lavishing praise upon people when he's introducing them. But this was just listing degrees and oh they went to yeah, because this is a climate change asshole they went to, it's just like there's oh nothing there's nothing that that should be said it's uh next asshole up yet we're still in an ice age let's not talk about global warming it clearly is going like, to happen but yeah whatever that is you know i don't even know but all no, let's get into it let's get into it we're, we're in an ice age oh, right now about that we're, why are we talking about know. global warming while we're in an ice age I don't know. I don't either. I don't even know we're in an ice age. We are. If there's, I, if I there's ice on the games and drink. If, if there's ice lights. on the North and the South Pole, we're in an ice age. Science. Yes. Science. So basically, the, the, the gist of it is all we want to have is William and Kate come to the microphone, say hello, and wave their hands. And that's why they used to drive them on parades. Why don't we go back to the parades? Parade thing. Yeah, yeah. they should have should have thrown them in a. Nobody will get just, shot. So right there we go. Hey oh. <laughs> so, so then William goes up there finally after this woman. They literally had to have the woman stop her speech because it was so effing long. It was so long, and there were like people were going up, and I want to say it, like she was just like. I mean, she might have lost bro, track of time. This doesn't surprise know. no, this doesn't surprise me at all whatsoever. Literally the biggest blowhard, loudmouth, will talk your ear off people are the ones that are interested in this stuff. I know that the climate's changing. I think there's probably less uh to believe that the dinosaurs were uh, you know, burning fossil fuels at the rate that uh we are is uh kind of hard to believe. So I assume that the earth just changes climates every once in a while. 
in a while. I will say that they've done scientific studies on the fact that when a when a volcano erupts, it emits more carbon monoxide than all of the cars in the entirety of the uh, since the advent of the automobile. One volcano emits more than every car ever has. So I think Earth just changes climates. But these people. They're like, it's like a religion to them. Yeah, well, that's not even the point. I'm just saying, shut the hell up. You know, <laughs> like, this lady needed to shut up. And they literally had to tell her to, like, stop, stop your speech. Like, I couldn't believe that they weren't like, hey, you know, this is long. You would think that they would be like, we have to see the speech before. Do you, you know that oil <laughs> seeps out of cracks in the ocean constantly more than the Exxon Valdez dumped in on a daily basis? That's science, that's fascinating. bro. That's uh, science. Uh-huh. And that's stuff I just Remember don't when know you were a kid and you would about. go to the beach and you would ha- get tar on your feet? That was from all of that oil that leaks out. Sons of bitches. I changed my mind, dude. Actually, I think that uh, emissions are a problem. We've got to start. I have kids. They're going to have kids, so they'll be my grandkids. And then Oh, are you and I have kids, kids guy now? Kids kids guy that'll be my great kid. I've been a kids guy since I was 18 years old, I have bro. kids. I've had a kid since I was 18 years old. <laughs> but uh, I, I, kids, I really so do. so you can't do this. It, it would be selfish of us to hand off to our kids a world where we've made so many mistakes that uh, I'm all for I'm all for paper straws i changed my mind completely it didn't take long for me to change my mind it just comes down to i know nothing about it but i just know like most most cases both sides are right both sides are probably I changed my right. mind again There's, where do the batteries go we're throwing I batteries don't. in these cars that are the size of a coffin what are yeah. we going to do with the batteries when they're done where do they go they're going to you're going to lick them to make see if you just lick the batteries <laughs> you put your tongue on it to see if it's yeah, still charged you put charged. your tongue on it to see if it's still charged so then finally after oh, this you're woman still, just you're speaks, still seeing William and Kate I'm well you keep interrupting me <laughs> and going on about your rants about fossil fuels and stuff and stuff I don't know or care about if William so or then, Kate doesn't take their tits out I'm going to be pissed did not oh, neither one did will nor kate did not take their tits out no and so then will just goes up there and right away he goes i know you guys have been waiting in the rain so i'll make this quick and he was done in two minutes and you're just like way to go will and then he walks back and my my lady and they didn't wave at us they didn't look at us they they just kept walking and then my lady friend went to go to get drinks with her friends and then I was watching the pregame of the Celtics and I saw that William and Kay were there and I said, hey, lady friend. Uh, oh, oh, wait, wait. I forgot the best part. So then I get interviewed by Fox News because I always get interviewed by the local news about um, seeing them. And the thing that they used on the air was I said, my lady friend wanted me to come here, wanted us to come here so we could invite them out for drinks afterwards. But but they didn't get close enough. Harry probably would. I, I remember when Harry used to come to Disney for the, the Warrior Games and everybody would talk about the fact that he they get Secret Service when they're here. Yeah. So the Secret Service agents are with the Royals whenever they're in the United States. And uh, Harry was always ducking the Secret Service like they, he'd, he'd like jump in pools to get away with them, get away from them and shit. He was always trying to get away from the Secret Service. That guy Good does not him. like being a royal. No, that's why he's not one anymore. Yeah, William. Yeah, but he still has William secret McKay. service. So, so then, so then we end up, we end up uh, 
I tell my lady friend that they're at the Celtics game. So now we have to go to the Celtics game. So the tickets that we could, I ended up, luckily, they ended up only being like 40 bucks, 50 bucks, something like that. But we're still up in section 312, row 11 in their courtside. Yeah, but there's no bad basketball seat. No, it was it was still a good game. Yeah. Chase Tatum dropped 49 points. It was great. And they stayed for the whole game. And more Healy who is the governor elect. This is the most outrageous thing ever. So it was like Maura Healy, the mayor of Boston, who I think she left. I think Michelle Wu left before the game ended. And so it was Maura Healy, uh, one of the gross specs, the owners of the Celtics, his wife, William and Kate, and then I think another owner and his wife. And at like the fourth quarter, one of the owners hands his phone to Maura Healy, the future governor of Massachusetts, and says, hey, can you take a picture of me, William? And then the future governor of Massachusetts gets on one knee and takes a picture like she's like standing outside the, the castle at Disney World. And like someone's yeah. like, hey, can you take a picture for us? Yeah, the guy that owns <laughs> so the, the Celtics. The guy that owns the Celtics should be telling the governor. What Could you doing. imagine handing to the governor of the phone and be like, hey, 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 take a picture of us, please. We don't want you in it. That is just fantastic. Yeah, it's Such a, a power move by yeah, that guy. Yeah, I love I like it. it. And I, I love it. Maura Healy. And I just think What's it's uh, the owner of the Celtics? What did he do to make all of that money? Uh, I don't know what the gross specs did. I'm, ass- I'm assuming he was a venture capitalist or a hedge I would fund assume, owner or something. I would assume something like that. Yeah. So that was, that was a fun night. And uh, we saw the Royals, and they're going to be bouncing around Boston all over the place. They're going to be going to the John F. Kennedy Presidential Library on the campus of UMass Boston. And then they'll be going to MGM, apparently, for some awards ceremony yeah, about fossil speaking fuels. Of, speaking of, we're going to be in Boston. Jeff has changed his, na- his mind on three times on fossil fuels. Oh, it'll yes. happen again. I, I go back and forth on it because I really don't want my children to be scorched earth, but I also look at history and- Think of a- the children. Yeah, there, there's like 200,000 years of like it, it the, at one point, like there's barely any water and then there's a ton of water and there's barely any. I, if you want to get down to science, actual science, like there's only so many atoms and uh, uh, there's like so much hydrogen, there's so much oxygen, there's so much carbon. Those are the three most important molecules and they're always taking different forms. So maybe the fact that there are like 9 billion people right now, there's just not enough uh, hydrogen and oxygen to make enough water and that's why there's not enough I don't know I mean and that's Jeff Taylor high school dropout everybody if you get really if you if you want to get really existential about it and I'm going to use Jeff apparently had just ate an edible and it just kicked in I have to say is that man if you want to make climate stop changing, then you've got this is my Nick Cage. Hey, that was pretty good. I went into Nick Cage without meaning to. So, man, if you want to stop climate change, what we have to do is stop having babies. I mean, they're taking up too much hydrogen, too much carbon, and too much oxygen. But anyway, uh, the uh, that was some I, fascinating we stuff, are, Jeff. We're, I really we're, we're coming up, I'm glad you laughed at it. I'm come. We're coming up to Boston because we're going to be spreading ashes at the Kennedy Library. No way. Yeah, we're also donating some of the stuff that she wanted donated to the Kennedy Library. So we'll be up there at uh, the Kennedy Library. Would you like to join? I would love to join. I love right, the Kennedy man. Library. Great. What um what 
is um, you have to be careful with the spreading ashes in the wind situation because then if you throw them up and it comes all back to you, that's kind of oh, man. Awkward. It's all just carbon, bro. We're it is carbon just carbon. Back into that is true. The environment, man. Are you gonna We're do? Are you gonna do what Keith Richards change. did? And do do a line. Of do a line dead of, ashes of the dead ashes. I don't. Yeah. I think that's not true. I can't believe that's. A he said he did it. I, he, he said a lot he of did things. a line of his dad's ashes. He also says he's in the black chicks. I don't believe him. <laughs> well i think this is a good way to end the michael bryan show today We'd like to thank jeff taylor for coming back after the the the, the couple weeks hiatus almost really month hiatus we've only done two shows so uh we're gonna have a lot more time we'll be pumping out more shows hopefully we'll have more guests and uh we won't be tackling the climate change debate unless uh william and kate come back to boston maybe they'll go down to orlando who knows where they could go next maybe the prince and princess need to go to the magic kingdom they are in new england they could potentially win the super bowl while they're there and then where do you go when you win the super bowl you're going to disney world maybe they'll go to the game tonight i wonder if they're going to the patriots game tonight too that would be amazing then we have to go to the patriots game then you'll watch the governor take pictures of bob Kraft. Then I'll take, yeah, the governor will take pictures of Bob Kraft instead. <laughs> Who knows what Bob Kraft, as long as it's not a video of him at a rub and tuck. Well, actually, anyway. that's the thing is the governor's probably already given him rub and tucks. Okay. Charlie Baker's a good man. I'm sure he didn't give Robert Kraft a rub and tuck. All righty, my friends. This was the Michael Bryan Show. I want to thank you all, as always. Like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Tell more Healy to take a selfie with us or something. I don't know. I want to thank you all for listening. We love you all equally. Have a wonderful and glorious day and talk to you all for now.